you take this woman as your lawful wedded wife? Ooh, yeah! Oh, no. Place the ring on her finger and repeat after me. With this ring. With this ring. I thee wed. I thee wed. Hello and welcome to With This Ring, episode 47. I'm your co-host, Ryan Everett. I'm your co-host, Cindy Everett. And today we will be talking about SummerSlam 1998, mm -hmm. The Highway to Hell culminates. Yes, great promo video. Yes. I love the, the poster's the best, them flagging with the Yes, the, the players, or the Chrysler building. Chrysler and the Statue of Liberty. Oh, yes. Yeah. Very, Very good. good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, we left in July of 98. Oh, uh. Fully loaded. Kind yeah, of a, a whimper. And so the next couple weeks featured Steve Austin and Undertaker defending the tag titles that they had won. Okay. And then the first match we watched was a four-way tag match. Yeah, you had us watch a, lead up, a lot of lead-up matches. Like yeah. that. I think just the build to the show was mm. pretty big. <laughs> and like this was the time where they were probably the hottest. I was going to say, and I bet this is in the ratings, too. They were yeah. Really beating, they were uh, usually WCW. beating WCW. Okay. There was a couple times where if they were taped and Nitro was live, Nitro would try and have like, their bigger things those weeks. Got it. Yeah, but this is about where the, the tide is definitely turned, and it's almost fully on the WWF side. Although they do, after SummerSlam... They have their usual two weeks of preemptions due to the U.S. Open, so that kind of oh. <laughs> let Nitro get one last, one last swing. in the way. Of course, as oh, usual. Kind of the swing. Yes. <laughs> so, anyways, though, the fatal four-way tag match where we see uh, Steve Austin and Iron Tigger defending against Kane and Mankind, against the New Age Outlaws, and against the Rock and D'Lo Brown. Mm -hmm. Although it's originally supposed to be The Rock, no one heart. Ken Shamrock comes out nice. of the crowd in his jeans and attacks <laughs> Owen Hart. And triggering a huge brawl between the nation and DX right. and everyone. Yeah, this was just kind of like a big melee. Yeah. Um, but then Kane wins, but The Undertaker wasn't trying very hard. Yeah, say. it just takes one choke slam from Kane. And what that's was, the, what the was the reason for that? Was that to like a hint that like Well they they had been hinting really since they had the match where the Undertaker was in Kane's attire that they were somehow conspiring together and mm -hmm. Cahoots has said a lot in yes. summer of nineteen ninety eight <laughs> WWF world about like Vince McMahon especially thinks that the Undertaker is working with Kane to try and he's like all for it. He's like, if you are working together, you'll be able to beat Steve Austin easily. So you should do that. Got it. You can't. Steve Austin is like the ultimate. Right. Like, Although the Undertaker and Vince McMahon don't really like each other either. Well, then, yeah. But it's, a, it's, it's not the lesser evil. Yeah, exactly. For Vince exactly. McMahon. And then we went to the next week and they had. Kept saying that Steve Austin was going to confront The Undertaker. It was going to be a match. It was going to be a confrontation. And that was one of the... It was a tape for us. So Nitro kept talking oh. about how we're going to have an actual main event. Not a 20-second confrontation where nothing happens. <laughs> so uh. Undertaker comes out and lifts his arms. And Steve Austin then notices that it's actually Kane. Yes. In Undertaker robe and... Attire. Attire yeah. and 
uh, rub-on tattoos. Right. <laughs> and Austin battles him to the back towards the hearse that was that Steve Austin had driven in earlier. Conveniently. And then when he goes to open the doors, the doors are locked though, and the Undertaker turns and looks oh, at him. Oh yes, they were they were conspiring. Yeah. So then the next week, Raw just starts with the two of them walking out of the same room, and then. They come out to the ring, and Mankind comes out because he's upset because Kane's his tag team partner. They're the tag team champs, and the Undertaker's tried to kill Mankind for all summer. So <laughs> he asks, like, what's going on, and Kane ends up turning on Mankind and giving him a spiked tombstone with right. the Undertaker. But then we see Mankind riding out to the ring on a stretcher. Yes, yeah. Yeah, you're really going into the weeds here, my friend. Yes. Well... This is... Well, I think the people, most people listening to this have seen these, right? <laughs> True. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I guess for me it was just all kind of like part of the overall Yeah, well then they have line. the Forgotten Hell in the Cell match oh. on Raw <laughs> between Kane and Mankind. And Mankind even here takes a, not as crazy of a bump, but falls off the cell into a table. Yeah, he has some pretty big... Drops it in. Yeah. But at the end, that's when Steve Austin pops out. Yeah, Steve Austin was <laughs> heading under the ring because he said he was going to take one of them out. Ah. So he tries attacking Kane as much as possible. Way before the ref's able to get in. Right. And then Vince McMahon lifts the cage to make sure that the Undertaker <laughs> can't attack Steve Austin. <laughs> but no, I mean, definitely the. Yeah, this is like Steve Austin's, like. Yeah. He's like on fire this summer. Yeah, he no comes out and the crowd just goes. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, he was getting well compensated. I believe he was. Yeah, <laughs> getting like multi millions per quarter. And he never really had a lot of substance issues, did he? Well, alcohol. But not like not like, like other drugs. No, anything. I don't think so. I mean, he probably could have easily gotten into painkillers since right. he's basically working with a broken neck here. Yeah, yeah. But no, I think painkillers he was usually okay with, or never had like problems but with it really. Okay, yeah. That's good. All right. Well, so then we go to the WF's new show on USA that they just started. It was called Sunday Night Heat. Okay. And it was an hour show. And so it was nice on pay-per-view nights where they'd have the live heat build up to the pay-per-view. So the pay-per-view was would air on Mondays? No, this no. was Sunday. So No, what would, the, what would the Summer Slam air? Sunday. Like, really? Yeah. Yeah, pay-per-views since 95 were always Sunday nights. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Sun, Summer Slam actually originally was on Mondays. Oh, okay. But then they changed it. Got it. So, yeah. So, Heat was like the live lead-in on USA, and then you switch over to the pay-per-view channel. Gotcha. Did you watch this live, or did you... Uh, scrambled. Scrambled? Yeah, scrambled vision for this, for sure. <laughs> and really, looking back, it's weird that, like, I didn't ask for these in 1998. I was going like, yeah. Not everyone, obviously, but I'm sure he could have gotten, like... He got the big four, Yeah, for sure. I don't know why. Because I got him in 97 and stuff. I don't know why. When it was more popular, I was like, <laughs> no thanks. I'll just get watch the bootleg. Yeah, I'll watch it scramble and then get the bootleg tape a week later. Who did you get the bootleg tape from? Matt. Or who did, how did he tape it? They had neighbors there. Oh, that's... Tape it for him. <laughs> Well, that's more anticipation. Yeah, that's true. It builds it up. But, I mean, it was pretty built up. and It was extremely built up. Yeah, like but... I said, the Hell in the Cell match, I didn't really know what was going on. Oh, yeah. Scrambled is not <laughs> quite the same. 
You can tell what's going on in the lion's den. <laughs> well, the lion's den is great. That guy's just stupid. <laughs> so we have I'm some... getting tired and cranky <laughs> right now. So some, so on heat we start with uh, we have the first appearance of Drunk Hawk, which is a storyline they start going with where Hawk is a drunk. Okay. L O D, and then you see the debut of Gangrel, the vampire. Oh, that's right. Odd, odd character. Yes. And then the DOA defeats Bradshaw and Vader when Bradshaw and Vader start fighting each other. That's right. That's so, right. Little developments that will... Like, no, just stuff to remember for later. Okay. But Vader and Bradshaw don't come back. They will in, like, next pay-per-view. Oh, okay. I was going like, to say... No, not this night. Okay, yeah. It kind of helps to set the scene for some matches we'll see later. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then, so, August 30th, important date. Yes. <laughs> Our negative <laughs> uh, 16-year wedding anniversary. Yes, I believe so, yeah. <laughs> but Madison Square Garden, the I'm third SummerSlam from Madison Square Garden. Nice. Out of 10, this, or 11 at this point. Well, at that point, they were pretty East Coast-based. Yeah, they were fully still. National. Have, but... They were fully national, but they still, their hub is still right, the Northeast. Northeast. Yeah, fair enough. From, like, New York to Chicago is pretty much... Their top pay-per-view markets. So we start with D'Lo Brown defending his European title against Val Venus. Yes. And something that we totally miss because it's not on pay-per-views is the Val Venus Kayentai saga. Oh yeah. Where Mr. Yamaguchi-san is upset that Val Venus is sleeping with his wife. I knew that. You're right, and that well, you didn't know that Takamichi Noku turns on Val Venus and joins oh. Kayentai. Because his sister is Mrs. Yamaguchi-san. Oh, no. So then they try to choppy-choppy Valvinus's pee-pee. Oh, I've heard about yes. this many yes. times from you. Yes, the legend this... of... Yes. <laughs> and Raw ends literally with a buck-naked Valvinus. You see his bare ass on TV and Yamaguchi-san raising a, a samurai sword. <laughs> but we find out that the lights turn off and Valvinus had stage fright. So his uh, penis got too small. I... Which well, Venus, you know yes. what it rhymes with. <laughs> that so wait, so that's not on the Peacock version? No, it is. It's just it was on. It was self-contained and raw only. I mean, we watch all these <laughs> matches leading up to SummerSlam. Well, this has we nothing to do with SummerSlam. The, we didn't watch the one you've been talking about for the past twenty years, no. twenty-five years. It doesn't concern <laughs> SummerSlam itself. It's very like <laughs> one of the few wrestling references. Yes, it is. That That's you uh, have like been like a long-standing relationship. You've always talked about <laughs> choppy, choppy. So, but this. All right, match, we're gonna come back to that. Because, <laughs> and this like came out of nowhere. Like I think that weekend they like announced this match would be happening, which is kind of weird because all the other matches I like build up. Have a build up to it, and well, this one was Dilo Brown's chest protector. Yes. Even before yeah. that became a thing in the match, I was asking you about it. Right. He had been wearing it now for over two months, and yes. they were starting to wonder how long does it take for a pectoral muscle to heal. And long time, apparently. Well, but that, like I said, that became like the, the focal point. Focal point. Yes. Um, and then, well, then it ends with the disqualification. Yeah, it's, it's a really good. A, it's a good match. It's a good match. It goes 15 minutes, which is like crazy. It's the second, well, it's the third longest match, but there's some big, big time matches. Yeah. And yeah, D'Lo Brown's a good wrestler. Yeah, it's just they didn't have a good finish because they, I think they liked D'Lo with the European title. 
But they didn't, Val Venus was still so fresh, they didn't want him to lose. So yeah. they have him lose just but by disqualification. Yeah, so that was a little bit of a bummer. Yeah, yeah, they could have come up with some better. Could come up with a choppy choppy. Yeah, well, <laughs> that would have been tragic. Yes. But yeah, and then something I didn't expect to see happen. The insane, the ICP, the yeah. Juggalos, the insane clown posse comes out. Yep. And sing a song or rap? Sing, or... rap their song, yeah. The Oddities I think theme it, song. Yeah, and the Oddities was there. I think the way out they actually were singing I think it. so too. The way but then in the, after the match they're not. They're like jumping around and dancing and their voices are singing. Yeah. But no, the way out I think they definitely did a live version. And so how'd they get hooked in with WWF because it's popular at the time. Yeah, they were po- and they're they are like really huge wrestling fans. Like they have their own promotion. Oh really? And they like kind of were always asking to be involved. So oh. this is Just like Bad Bunny. Yeah. It is kind of pretty similar. Although I think Bad Bunny brings in a different crowd than uh, the oddity or the, the St. Clown Fest. Yeah, a little bit. Different time. But yeah, so and so it's the oddities, which is Giant Silva. I didn't even take notes during this match. Golga and Kurgan against Kai and Tai, so four on three, but the three are bigger than all four. Yeah, and then they made a very, they, that was obviously just a mid sight yes. gag the whole time. Yeah, it was a bunch of sight gags for the whole yeah. time, and it's not a very good match. Exactly, so this is getting old. I said, yeah, it did I, take too I get long. It. One also. team is big and one thing is one team <laughs> yeah, is small. Think That's what I wrote. For that being ten minutes is crazy. They could have that could have been five. Five minutes, yeah. Tops. I mean, it's, I'm fine with a little comedy match, but it goes yeah. on too long. And like, we ones. really don't need the segment where they're working over Golga. I don't think anyone thought that was gonna no. work out. It's still been the match with like the head and shoulders. Yes, at least these are actual people competing yeah. in that a bottle of. Shampoo. shampoo and a mannequin head. Right. Yeah. Yes. That's that's pretty much rock bottom. Yeah. yeah it's just like. Yeah, I mean, even in this one though, I think Jerry Lawler starts apologizing again as he did in the Head and Shoulders match. But the Head and Shoulders match, he said, set wrestling back twenty years. So. <laughs> it was a son of that too, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Jerry Lawler's kid. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The Head and Shoulders match. Well, yeah, this was. I right, we've talked about it too much. All right. Yes. Next. So, also on Heat, we should note that Jeff Jarrett and Southern Justice attacked poor Howard Finkel for no reason. For no reason. It shaved his head. He looks so different without his little <laughs> mustache and his So he was shaved, and luckily tonight he's able to become an honorary DX member, as yes. it's X-Pac versus Jeff Jarrett in yeah. a hair versus hair match. Obviously. like, three weeks earlier, Jeff Jarrett had just started cutting people's hair for no real That's reason. Not very safe, but yeah, whatever. Just kind of... Well, his whole thing was, don't piss me off. Oh, I'll, I'll your cut hair. your hair, I guess. And bring okay. a guitar over your head. Yeah, that one's, that one's a little bit less stressful. So we do have, though, X-Pac versus Jeff Jarrett. I thought this was a good match. It I is. This. I mean, you know, I like X-Pac. Yeah. I was going to watch a like, good X-Pac match. Yeah, they're both athletic, don't like good moves, good combinations. Yeah, it's pretty athletic for yeah. 1998 still. I like that style. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, X-Pac wins, and all of DX comes out, plus Howard Finkel. Yes, and the headbangers. And the headbangers. And, like, I think, did I not realize, like, you can't, like, just take a razor? Yeah. Some of long hair. Like, you have to, like, they, someone got a pair of scissors. Yeah, when they got the scissors, it worked a little bit better. And then they did actually, uh, like, the next week when Jeff Garrett shows up, he's got, like, a tight crew cut. So they ended up. Finishing it backstage, I guess. Well, yeah. Or I mean, he went to an actual barber. How could you really, like, yeah, stringy. watch somebody cut this, like, stream? <laughs> like, 
damn, I just bleached blonde hair on yeah. stage for that long. So they, we, everyone got the gist of it. That's yeah, fine. that was another one where kind of tightened it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But how long was that match? That was that was 11 minutes. Including the haircutting? No, <laughs> with the haircutting, it's probably closer to 15. Yeah, once again, probably could have been a little shorter, but still good. Yeah, and then next, so they kept talking about Jacqueline and Mark Mir would take on Sable and a mystery partner. Yeah. And Edge makes his pay-per-view debut. Baby Edge. Yep, Baby Edge. Still still wrestling. 25 yep, 25 years, years later. later still, still here. Headlining SmackDown tomorrow, actually. Oh, really? Against Sheamus. Oh. In Toronto, so it might be his last match. Oh, you think so? Maybe. Until wow. Saudi bit. Prince gives him I was gonna say, another yeah, castle and Everyone's got their, got their price. He has a castle already? No, I'm saying. Gotcha. You know, castle money? Castle money. Lots of castle money. Lots of freaking right house money. But that's a different. Yeah, you gotta. The Saudi <laughs> Princess. Yeah, I don't think the Saudi Prince is gonna give me any money. He really likes it, Chicago. <laughs> so, Edge comes out, though. Kind of. Again, this was another one that, like, Sable versus Jacqueline Mark Merrow had been kind of brought up, been mm-hmm. building, but Edge is kind of like out of nowhere, just the guy. How they decide to put edge with her i think that it was just kind of a spotlight for him since he's new they want to give him a shot in the arm yeah well did it work yeah i think he's still around 25 years sure, later good point so, well i'm sure there's other matches besides yes. this one like this was fine yeah I, I said the women are okay edge is good you know this is they're just kind of trying to get the same thing they did at wrestlemania with right the mixed match where you got sable out there but She's not, she's only got, has to do a couple of spots. Right. And yeah. this one especially, I mean, obviously Mark Miro is going to sell for her and takes a power bomb from her just to really, mm-hmm. you know, make it pop. So it's kind of like, it's really similar to that WrestleMania match, I'd say, quality-wise. Like, yeah, it's the, fine. The guys are, do a fine, passable match, but it's all building to the women spots. Yeah, exactly. So Sable can uh, win. Yeah. Yeah, she, yeah, I mean, she's done enough to like know the basics yeah she holds her own and they do a good idea of not having her go wrestle a 14 minute match or something because yeah. that would kind of expose her right but she could do these little spots in matches mm-hmm. so i didn't say we'll get the win and that kind of that feud will not end though between sable oh, and yeah. jacqueline we'll see them quite a few but a few times more Good to know. Does Jacqueline ever, was she always just thrown for Sable's, like, counterpoint, or did she ever have her own, like, thing? She kind of, she sticks around longer than Sable. Hmm. She actually sticks around until, like, 2004. Oh, really? Yeah, but she never really, she's kind of just the random women's challenger. Gotcha. Like, she's never really that, the focal point of And and Sunny's no longer with us? No, she had gone to ECW by this point. I didn't say she's gone to prison by this point. No, no, not Not yet. yet. No, she waits a while for prison. That's true. That's uh, So then we go next door to the, the theater at the Madison Square Garden. Where yeah. they have set up the lion's den. Yeah, I didn't really care for this. <laughs> like, why Why did they do this? Well, last month they went. And Owen Hart's and house. Ken, Ken Shamrock went at the dungeon. So okay. that's, you know, Owen's advantage. And now oh, so the lion's den is Ken Shamrock's domain. Okay, because it's more good. What was he, like a UFC yeah, theater? Yeah, like the UFC. He was the only one that really jumped off the walls at all. Yeah, but I mean, they... Did a good job of using the cage, like. I think more Ken Shamrock more than I want. Yeah. I was like, this is funny. Watching the ref like perched up at the top. Yeah, on the top. At the edge. Well, because um, it was so small that right. the ref in there would have just gotten in the way. Yeah, yeah. So obviously a submission only. Um, 
yeah, I said, yeah, Ken Shamrock does a much better job of Owen like jumping off the walls. But just right. like the first combination is like walk up and do that little like what's the thing called? They like run and bounce off the uh, crisscross. Crisscross. Yeah, I think every match starts like a walk up, <laughs> and a crisscross. And they couldn't do the crisscross. No, no crisscrosses. So, I mean, there's a lot of moves that involve the Yeah, they kind of had to I mean, work differently. So it's kind of similar to the match last time. There's right. It's, no like, it's almost, there. it's more like improv. Than, yeah. Which makes this more impressive to me, I will say. Yes. Um, but they are able to still sprinkle in wrestling moves to make you, make sure you know this is a wrestling match. Like, you get the Hurricane Rana. I think at one point... One of them tries hurricane around, it's turning into like a power bomb into the cage. So yeah. they are still mixing okay. things up. Well, then, like, can check out kind of the, the sharpshooter, like, crawling up yeah, the Yeah, crawling up the sides of the cage. <laughs> but you know, you see that all the time in UFC. Well, shouldn't that be illegal? Because you can't, if you grab, go grab the ropes in a wrestling match, you're supposed to break the. I think they kept whatever. saying that the only rule was that it had done by submission. Oh, okay. And technically, it's not the rope he's grabbing. Okay. Come on. <laughs> all right, that's enough out of you. But yeah, I think the thing was there's no way to call for a break. You just have to. Gotcha. However, you win. Okay. But Ken Shamrock does win this, and he kind of, after this, gets a little bit more of a push. Like, oh, really? He beat Owen Hart, so now he's like right on the cusp of the main eventers. Mm. He never, well, well, I'm sure we'll get to that. Match. Yes, yes. I do like how we're like these, this, this structure this year, like doing, like following the year. So yeah, so we can see how guys yeah. rise and fall. Yeah. I think mean, it's some of Ken Shamrock's on the upswing. Yeah, he is at this point for sure. Gotcha. And then, so earlier in the night we saw Mankind in the back. Steve mm-hmm. Austin just destroyed a hearse's heat ended. Oh, yeah. And we well, find we, out it was Mankind's personal ride for SummerSlam. I was going to say we didn't want to talk about that. We had a scene <laughs> with uh, Steve Austin like taking a sledgehammer to the hearse. Yes. And he takes a, gets on a forklift and hoist driver and like jams <laughs> the tines through the back. Yes. And then just kind of. Just kind of lifts it up lifts and it up. walks away. And just kind of hopes that they're in there. <laughs> yes. But unfortunately, Undertaker or Kane aren't there. Yeah, it was Mankind who decided to take a hearse for SummerSlam. And Obviously. he's worried that he'll have to wrestle a tag team title match alone. Yep. And then Vince McMahon gives him a pep talk, though, to... Because I think... Because, you know, Vince McMahon can't have a match be canceled on his pay-per-view. No. He's the heartless promoter. Right. Gotta go out. And Mankind goes out and has him... Let's go on. Gets... Destroyed by the new age outlaws. Yeah, that was hard to watch. Just yeah. all the headshots. Like yeah, lots of headshots. And the chairs. Well, the cookie everything. sheets, I'm not, I think those are kind of built to crumple at least. Yeah, a little bit of given that. Yeah, but the chairs yeah, are. not so much. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he obviously loses. They throw him in yes. the dumpster. They throw him in the dumpster. Call the dumpster? back to the yeah. outlaws Cactus Jack feud. And, and Terry Funk. Well, we Terry Funk and. Just checking up in the dumpster. Right. So yeah. Yeah. The outlaws pushed him off the stage. Right. Oh yeah. So yeah, the outlaws win, put him in the dumpster, and then Kane emerges magically from the dumpster. Yeah. Was, was he there the whole time? Well, Kane and Undertaker do get teleportation power. Obviously, so, they, they do kind of. I don't know if he used it there place. though, or he might have just been hiding in the dumpster. Yeah. I mean, you never can like... tell with your seven foot fire monsters. Right. Right. Him. Yeah. I mean, this match fine. Yeah, it was kind, like, of, kind of. It was like, more of. And it was also kind of furthering, like, the Mankind face pop, like, because he's willing to fight by himself if he has to. And the crowd even starts a small Foley chant at one point. Yeah. This is, some looking at the times, it's just the last two. They're, like, really, like, the, yeah. the big ones. Yeah. And they're presented like that, I would say, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, 
First, we have in a ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, like 26 minutes. Yeah. Wow. The Rock yeah. versus Triple H. Going fast. Yeah, I think it's yeah, it's really good. It's still in that like Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon style of ladder match where it's you use the ladder to beat up your oh, opponent absolutely. rather than like you know nowadays ladder matches are just like filling up spots to do off of the ladder. Oh, really? Yeah, like it's more of like jumping on the ladder and jumping off it. And gotcha. Doing moves off it. We're here. No, you use the ladder as a weapon. You lose, yeah, and I don't <laughs> think there's even like, outside of like pushing them off the ladder, there's not like any spots off the ladder mm -hmm. during it. It's just. Oh, no, it's just all like ramming it, like using it like a yeah, battery. Yeah, and ram, like Triple like H's. Smashing their fingers. Triple H was attacked on heat. He was hitting the back of the leg with the belt, so his knees injured coming into oh, this. Oh, I don't know that. And we do get a uh, DX band live performance oh once God, again. Oh, so terrible. <laughs> I think they sound better here, at least. It's just, yeah. I don't know. No, it, <laughs> this song can never sound good. It's, not, it's, <laughs> it's a good song. song. No, it's, I mean, uh, I'm still annoyed by their stars from the banger. <laughs> yeah, we'll pass, pass that well, it's very Okay, yeah, it's very 1998. Yes, yes. So Triple H is wearing his special purple tights, new, new mm. attire. I realize that. And China's got on her like lime green. green. Yeah, I didn't like know that. kind of odd. Not her normal black anymore. No. So yeah. So the Rock really attacks Triple H's knee, bangs the ladder on it a bunch of times. Yeah. It's a chair with the ladder wrapped around it. Yes. Yeah. They had some good. That's some invention. Yes. Stuff. There's a slingshot into the ladder, which yes. you're a big fan of. I do have a slingshot. Yep. I mentioned that. Um, yeah, they did a good job. Yeah, a lot of work. Oh, then you see the rocks, but yeah, so you always have to see a heel. The heels, the heels, but it must always be exposed in <laughs> in later matches at Madison Square Garden. Yes, well, yeah, I bet the crowd was like half and half on him. Yeah, they, I, the Rock had started getting some face face pops. Mm -hmm. I think if it was anyone else, he would have gotten cheered. But Triple H was so over, also that yeah, that's it true. kind of. Made it that they're not going to just come up right out and all cheer the rock. Right, right. Yeah, the rock's getting a little bit better. Yeah, he is. He's getting it together. The only thing I would say bad against the match is they do do the slow, slow climb I one or that, too many yeah. times too yeah. much. It's kind of like, and it's just times where I think like the rock would recover too quick almost. Mm -hmm. He might have been like worried that he didn't want to stay down too long. But well, that means like he's got to climb slower up the ladder. There are some slow climbs, and that's that's it always a happen, knack in ladder matches. But, but yeah, it's there's a couple noticeable times here. Mm -hmm. But agree. overall, still a great match, and yep. really put both of these guys like high on the pedestal. Yeah, for sure. Like I think it did what they wanted to do at fully loaded, but in a much more entertaining. Because I mean, it's really. Yeah, they fought it fully loaded too. Yeah, and the thirty-minute oh, match yeah. that you were not a fan of. Oh yeah, no, I didn't like that one. But I mean, this match goes just three minutes shorter, but mm -hmm. it's a lot better. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I was back, went back, and I looked at my notes and fully loaded. Uh, two or three falls. The Rock is still awkward. <laughs> and Mark Henry and Billy Gunn. This one, they no one came out, right? Yeah, China lots of was guys out. come out. Yeah. Yeah. And then this really, it's just. Mark Henry throws the powder That's in right. Triple H's face, and then China gives the rock a big low blow mm -hmm. as he's climbing, and then Triple H is able to 
blindly. But other than those two, there wasn't other people, were there? No, they just DX comes out after the match right. just to celebrate. But yeah. So yeah, yeah so big, big time match that oh, yeah. cements both of them as like it's very similar to the 1994 later match. Also in that you know the Rock loses where Shawn Michaels lost, but they both become bigger right. stars afterwards. So then the Highway to Hell, the main Hi. event. Yes, we got to talk about that video. Okay. It is just <laughs> so amazing. It. Like, <laughs> So you hear this first beats of the song and The Undertaker like snaps to attention. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently he's in like a post-apocalyptic wasteland. Obviously. And Steve Austin is in post-apocalyptic New York. Right. Because he's walking through the streets. Yeah. Looking off taxi drivers and just throwing them out of the taxi for no reason. Obviously. They're both marching to some ring on fire that has go-go dancers all around it obviously and you know before they meet the fire engulfs the whole area it's just great <laughs> it's so good it's easily my favorite pro promo say, video yeah. of all time just because it's so ridiculous i can tell what um what the hell was going on was when you're watching the scrambled version though well, it's the oh, video. The okay. Yeah, the video they don't actually show on the oh, pay-per-view. Okay. It's just on the heat beforehand. Gotcha. Where we also see the first of many shots of uh, Steve Austin, uh, sports bra fan oh, in the crowd. Yes. yes, she is on a lot. Yes, she also gets her cameo during the DX entrance as she's going to say her sticks some glow sticks in her cleavage. Yeah, but there was an X. Right, of okay. course. Yes, yeah, of course. That's the only reason yeah, they zoomed in right. on her was because she was making an X. Yeah, unless she had no agenda. I wonder what she's doing nowadays. Uh, probably not much. <laughs> not much off of that, at least. I don't think she was able to turn that into much. Gotcha. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Not sure what her motivations were. But, yeah, no, this was yeah, a great match. Yeah, and this was built up like these are the two biggest names in right. the company and... There's not going to be any shenanigans because Undertaker wants to beat Steve Austin to prove he's the better man. Right. Well, Kane came out. Kane came out, but the Undertaker says, no, go, go get back. back. Go back. So this is when the Undertaker was, like, wrestling every week and, like, really... Like, oh, yeah. He's, able... like, in every... When did he kind of become this the once a year WrestleMania? It's later, it's kind of... From, like, 2005 to 2010, he's still there, but, like, he'll take two or three months off at a time. But from like 2010 on, it's pretty much just he shows up for WrestleMania. Got it. And maybe like a couple shows after, but for the most part, that was it. What's his last WrestleMania going to be? It's It was WrestleMania 20. Or oh, WrestleMania last... 30, the COVID WrestleMania. Oh, that was his last one? Yeah. He had a action movie against AJ Styles. Oh, that's right. But that was, I mean, he's... In the Hall of Fame, retired, and yeah. Good for him. I mean, he's, let's see, he's 1965, so he's 50, no, yeah, 50s, 58. 58, so yeah, he's, it's time for him to stay home. <laughs> now he's just, or to show up and now he's just racist Mark from Texas. Uh, that's not good. Well, what do you expect? Expected more from the more from his obvious. Expected more from the Undertaker, but I don't. I don't really like follow the political. Like 
I want like political analysis. I'm not going to watch 1998 wrestling. Yeah. Or, well, no, or listen to or them listen now. To the, or listen yeah. Now. That right. I think is more of the, right. the point. Yeah. That is not where I get my help and yeah. form my opinions. That's so. probably a good idea. So <laughs> yeah. very early into this match, like I think three or four minutes, they do a Undertaker tosses Steve Austin. He Austin kicks the Undertaker. The Undertaker bounces up, but he bounces oh, up so quick yeah. that his head collides with Steve Austin's jaw. And, I mean, they don't really they cover it up pretty well in the match, but on, like, a DVD later, Steve Austin said as soon as that happened, he was knocked out. Yeah. And, like, the, he doesn't remember the next two minutes. He remembers then just looking up at the ceiling and Earl Hebner being like, are you okay, Stevens? Like, where am I? Oh, jeez. So he definitely had a concussion. And yeah. Nowadays, that match probably would be stopped. Or at least they'd have someone come out and try to do something. Right. But yeah, it's. But he ends up battling through it and That's still crazy. wrestling. Another probably 15 minutes at that point. Yeah. It's early. It's. It, yeah, I remember when that happened. And they are kind of. There are kind of some moments where, like, even a couple minutes later, Austin kind of, like, falls down and JR and the King are like, I think when they bumped heads, Steve uh. Austin's still a little foggy from them. Yeah. So they even they were able to notice yeah. something was up, but you know they wrestle though the full match, get all their shit in. They brawl through the crowd a little bit. They do. It's kind of hard to see. Yeah. And then Undertaker kind of messed up that spot on the Spanish announcer. I don't think he just. I think it just the physics of it didn't right. work. Yeah. yeah. As he tries to like he's, jump from he's the, very agile for a big guy. Yeah. He did not have like we talked about. Like the angle he approached yeah, it. Yeah, I mean he overshot it actually. Which I don't know. I think I think I don't think he got enough height. Like he kind of like yeah, he kind of like zooms through zoomed Steve in, like a Austin. line drive. Yeah, like skimmed it versus kind of jumping up like when like a yeah, that's comes true. Down. That's my physics lesson. <laughs> yes, you can incorporate that into your like math lessons. <laughs> how the Undertaker should have had Just a higher like angle when he jumped. Trajectory. Yeah, I mean your, we your parabola. we tried doing a <laughs> launch angle last year, the last week of bait of school and like grades were in and that didn't go too well yeah. they weren't too interested <laughs> it's, it was vaguely learning related so <laughs> yeah not, not they, they smelt it out yeah <laughs> so no the, this is like big time main event match like oh yeah brawling you know finishers reversed reversed and then steve austin kicks out of the choke slam so undertaker goes for the old school rope walk again yeah which had already been countered earlier. Yes, we did. Real, we'll and, and this time it's again. the sound of music. Yes. <laughs> this time though, it's countered by Steve Austin just sticking his fist out at Undertaker. Why does he just do that every time? Well, he just thought of it there. Obviously, yes. And then he hits the the groggy Undertaker with the Stone Cold Stunner, and that's all she wrote. Yeah, I kind of thought that ending was kind of dramatic. I don't know. Yeah, it's was kind of anticlimactic. Yeah, I would have like if I was. Imagining it, I would have thought, like, definitely a tombstone attempt. I was going to say, sneaks out. But I guess they had done that with a match against Kane. Like, I think all matches Steve Austin and Kane undo with him. Yeah. Sneaking out the back and hitting the tombstone. So, a little different. True. Well, yeah. good match. Yeah, I really think it lives up to the hype of being, like, maybe not the best match, but being, like, an epic. Oh, yeah. Like, Two of the matches, really. At the yeah, end there. definitely. That was like half the program. I mean, the main kind of one was whatever. Lion's Den was whatever. Sable, whatever. Jeff Jarrett one was good. There's like four good matches in this one. Yeah. The Dilo Brown. I like the Lions. 
Oh, I don't want I mean, <laughs> it's fine. I like how they're doing something a little different. That's true. I, think credit... I, get a, I think I get the minis from Drum. I should appreciate something <laughs> yes, different. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but. Yeah, next mini is getting your match of the night votes. <laughs> Alright, so best two matches and I mean like I guess it lasts two, right? Yeah, probably. <laughs> like I definitely think Rock Triple H and then I think you could argue some of the other matches because Austin Undertaker's like an epic match, but technically it's not the greatest. Like Well, because he was like an acoustic. Right, yes, today. that doesn't yeah. help. <laughs> Yeah. I'll, say, I'll say Triple H versus The Rock for my favorite match okay. of the night. It was a good match. I mean, yeah, there are a couple slow parts, but overall. What are you typing over there? I'm typing that we both had the same top two matches. Okay, what was your favorite match? It was Rock Triple H with Steve Austin and Taker right behind Close it. second, yeah. I think it's kind of... What's your third favorite? Uh, maybe the Lions Den match? Thing. Okay. Or the Val Venus duo match, but the, it has a crappy ending. That's the thing. Yeah. I expect Jeff Jarrett good, but yeah. the ending's just kind of dumb with the haircut. Yeah, I mean, that was. It had been built up at least and didn't come out of it. It wasn't like for no reason there's a here versus here match. True. So. And all, Steve Austin on trigger. It's kind of like the Shawn Michaels Austin match at WrestleMania where it's really good, but an injury like. Keeps it from being, being its full potential. potential. That's true. Alright, so then let's go to our rankings. What are you going to give? Definitely some more some... than fully loaded. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll put an 8.5. I think okay. it's, I kind of put it on the same part with the wrestling and King, King in the Ring. Right. How about you? I am gonna go nine point five. Oh wow! I think this is one of the that's true one of the top I summer did slams. I really like this yes. one. Yes, I mean, there's cards with better overall shows, but I think if I was asked to watch one SummerSlam, I would go with this. That's what you'd pick. Yes, as long as I still get the the bootleg version of Heat beforehand, so I could get the Madison Square Garden <laughs> sing along to Highway to Hell. There you go. Because otherwise, it's it's good, but it's not as that's, good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I knew this one always had a special yes, place in yes. your heart. Especially, like, Aww. the height of fandom, probably. Yeah, yeah. The next day was the start of 7th grade. Yeah, so that was a big talk at St. Feed when you got to the steps at 7.40, but you couldn't go in until 7.50. Oh, so, so there was a big minutes. talk about SummerSlam, yeah. And I tell people there wasn't Raw that much. They didn't believe me. It's <laughs> like, no, it's a stupid tennis show. <laughs> U.S. Open. Start, that started on a Monday night? That probably started Sunday It probably night, started, yeah. like, but, you know, just coverage was... Right. And, obviously, the U.S. Open is on it. Prime, is prime time for... It's not, like, you know, Wimbledon or something where it's early. True. True. Just it's an hour sweet. ahead. Yeah. I'm aware. <laughs> All right. Yeah. This is good. So this was good, yeah. And I feel like it took us a long time to get to the matches this one. Yeah, there was a lot of buildup. There's there yeah, won't be a lot of buildup for the September. The September sub and October pay per views kind of little low points. We're again? a little dips again, yeah, because uh, they're both 
in your houses technically. Okay. So yeah, those might be a little rough to get through, but. All right. Well, thanks for setting expectations. Yeah. I want to know what happens next, everybody. <laughs> exactly, and we'll we will have to watch one match, or one episode of Raw, like, because if they're off for two weeks, they're going to come back with like a big vengeance uh, in mid September. So we'll watch parts of that. Okay. Before getting to breakdown in your house. Breakdown in your house. Yes. All right. So we're you know we're off the highway to hell. We're getting onto another highway, and then we have a breakdown. Oh no. Yeah. I always thought Breakdown would be a better name for the pay-per-view in February because it's a breakdown on the road to WrestleMania, uh, but no one ever listens to me. <laughs> well, it's also 23 years later. True. So. That also, I guess. And it's, idea, not, it's no way out of Texas, I guess, still here. Good one. <laughs> this time. All right, All right. But that's it for now. All right. Thanks, I'll everybody. see you next time. Bye. Bye.